Hey guys, this is Sam Hunter. Welcome to the Sam Hunter Podcast, where we discuss all things hunting, trapping, and fishing. Hey guys, this is Sam Hunter. Welcome to the Sam Hunter Podcast, where we discuss all things hunting, trapping, and fishing. Today, I'm coming to you from my deer stand. Um, Actually, my tripod stand in my backyard woods. And I just thought this would be appropriate uh, to relive my very first deer. So I'm sitting in the exact stand that I killed my very first deer in. Uh, Like I said, it is a tripod stand. Um, And I just wanted to walk you through this adventure that I had that kind of started off um, at least my success for deer hunting. It wasn't my first deer hunt, but... Um, it was my first successful one. Um, and so the day started off, it was a Sunday and my brother had actually gone hunting on our family property, which is 40 acres, a couple hours out from where I live. And, uh, I knew that he had been out there or, you know, that he was going in the morning and I was waiting on a couple friends of mine to get to my cabin um, to pick me up and we were all going to ride together to the property to deer hunt. Um, my one friend had arrived and he had brought his truck that we were taking. Um, and that's when I received the text message from my brother showing the spike buck that he had killed. And I remember being very excited, very happy for him and also very anxious because it just brought up this energy and like, um, the thought of, you know, he just got one. And we're headed to, the, headed to the same place. You know, we could have the same outcome, you know. Um, but there was also the worry of just being a new deer hunter of uh, will there be – will the deer be moving now that a deer has been shot and killed there this morning? Does that hinder them? Some of the same thoughts that, you know, new deer hunters may face in the same situation. So I showed my friend. He was excited. Um, I think it just pumped us both up even more and we were waiting on my other buddy to get there When he arrived I showed him the same thing and we were all super pumped up. We got in the truck had all our gear rifles uh, We were already in our hunting apparel and we headed out to the farm Um, So on the way there we talked a lot about deer hunting Um, My one friend had hunted and killed plenty of deer before and my other buddy uh, and I hadn't killed a deer yet. And so we were, we were all three, you know, very just excited and pumped up for this. Um, I remember that by the time we left, you know, I don't remember exactly. I think it was around um, 1.45 p.m.-ish, something around there. And with traffic and everything, even though it was a Sunday, by the time we got there... Um, if I remember correctly, it was about 4 PM, give or take. Um, so I remember being a little nervous because the sun was setting a little bit earlier at the time. And, um, if I remember correctly, and I just remember thinking, wow, like we have, you know, a few, whatever the case may be, like a few hours of good daylight. Um, but we got there, um, my one friend who had the truck, he had been hunting with me on our family property before. 
So he knew the location. My other friend had never been to this property before. Um, and so he and I went one direction of the property and my other buddy who had been there before went the other direction. Now, um, the way the property works, there's a street and it's a street that very few cars take in a given day. You know, I could be hunting all day and here maybe three or four cars pass all day. So it's kind of a dream location in that sense. But, um, in this location, my friend, Ted, who had been there before, he went across the street and went to the double stand, which belongs to my cousin. Um, and he went to go sit there because he knew how to get there. I took my friend Dustin and we went to where my stand was located, the stand I'm sitting in right now as I record this episode, my podcast, um, my tripod stand. And Dustin sat in um, the stand, another one of my cousin's stands, just a solo stand. And when we got there, you know, I remember being really excited, but also a little bit anxious as always. I'd always get these, you know, anxious nerves where I'm like excited, but a little nervous and just wondering how things are going to go. Um, and, you know, we pulled up, I unlocked the gate, we jumped out, um, and we got all our gear ready, uh, got the rifles loaded, got everything going on, um, and parted ways. There wasn't a whole lot of time, you know, talking because generally when we get in the property and I, I told them, told them this on the way there, um, uh, what my cousin told me from my first year hunt headed there is kind of the rule that I go by is that once we get there, there's virtually no talking, maybe some light whispering if need be about communication of what time are we meeting back here, this and that. But hopefully most of that's already taken care of by the time we get there. So we got out pretty quickly, you know, Ted headed off to the other side, me and Dustin, I started to lead him to our location and we're starting to hike up um, a little bit of a hill, really both sides, whichever way you go, you're going to go up a little bit of a gradual hill on the way to the stands. And going up our side of the stand, um, all of a sudden, I thought I saw a deer. And, you know, we're on our way to the stands. We're not even in the stands yet. and But I just freeze on my tracks. I look. I kind of bend down a little bit and squint to see if that's really what it is because it was a pretty good distance away. Um, it was standing next to the deer feeder and right underneath the first deer stand location where Dustin was going to sit. And, um, I just kind of looked at it and thought, okay, I think that's a deer. And I, and I, kept looking and finally it moved just a little bit like it kind of squinted back at me and put its head down and then I could tell okay that's definitely a deer um so you know I in the moment being that I had never killed a deer before I wasn't extremely confident it was a long shot I mean far enough that I could barely tell that it was a deer but I could 100% confirm that yes it was a deer but that's how far of a shot it was I don't know the exact yardage 
But I turned to Dustin and I said, um, I didn't really say anything. I just kind of pointed and, and mouthed, you know, it's a deer. And so um, in the moment, a lot of thoughts went through my mind. Like this is his first, you know, hunt with me and hunt on my family's property. And, you know, we're not even to the stands yet and there's a deer and I'm out in front. So I'm planning on taking the shot, but whether I make or miss this, is this going to ruin the hunt for him? And if I miss it, is this going to ruin the hunt for both of us? I mean, these thoughts all ran through my head in just milliseconds, it felt like. But I was really thinking all these things. Um, but I knew, you know, we're standing here. There's a deer. If we keep walking up to it, it's just going to run off. And it may not come back. This might be the one chance to get a shot at it. Um, so I motioned that there was a deer, aimed my rifle. And I took a moment really tried to take my time, get my hands steady. You know, I was standing at this time, um, nothing really to rest the rifle on. Very long shot. Um, like I said, without the scope, could barely tell it was a deer, but could confirm that. In the scope, definitely could tell it was a deer, and it was still a long shot. But I took the shot and missed. The deer ran off. So now, that was a huge rush, and I'm thinking, okay, I just missed a deer, but I saw one, um, you know, on a hunt with my friends. This is exciting, but at the same time, I just missed it. And that's when the thoughts, the haunting thoughts start to come. Did I just mess up the hunt for both of us? Is he upset? Because he's right behind me. He hasn't gotten a shot at anything, and he hasn't even made it to the stand yet. So naturally, my mindset is, okay, you know, he's been deer hunting longer than I have. He would know. Um, more likely than me, you know, does this mess up the chances? Could they still come? But either way, we marched onto the stand and I pointed up to the stand, you know, just kind of motioning to him that this is, you know, where you're going to be. And, uh, he climbed up. I stuck out my hand with a thumbs up to see if he was good. He gave me the thumbs up. So I moved on and on my way to my stand, I just had this like heavy feeling like, is he upset right now? Does he think, wow, he just marched me right to the stand where he just shot at that deer. Nothing's going to come here now. I mean, as a new deer hunter, these are thoughts that were in my head. Um, and so I'm just thinking, did I just ruin the hunt for him or maybe even for both of us? Because my stand wasn't far from his. And I went onto my stand, the tripod stand, climbed up on in. And again, you know, I was excited to be out there. I just love being in the woods, period. But I was concerned and I was just thinking, you know, did I mess up the hunt? Did I ruin the hunt? Um, now, it gets a little blurry as far as time goes, how much time passed. But I would assume that it was around an hour to an hour and a half um, where I saw a turkey pass through. Now, I did have a collar. Um, I had bought my first deer collar and I was excited to use it. And I believe I had done some fond distress, you know, just a few times and maybe, um, you know, one or two doe calls or, or doe sounds on the collar. And I believe that was pretty much it at the time. And a turkey came passing through. Um, and it came up from my left, passing through towards my right side. 
And the thought did cross my mind, even being a fairly new deer hunter at the time, did something just bump that out or is it just walking through? Um, but 30 seconds, at least in my head, uh, it felt like 30 seconds to a minute later, maybe a couple minutes later at most, I saw legs coming through, you know, straight ahead of me down the hill. Um, and it appeared to be, um, a, a deer. Now this was a very long shot for me, but I knew at the angle that I was at because the way it worked, my stand was, um, kind of, okay. The stand that Dustin got in would, you know, the way I walked goes down a hill and then back up a hill to my stand. And so this deer kind of came somewhat uh, in between us, but much closer to him than me. So I could see the deer, but it would have been an absolutely terrible shot for me to take. Um, The deer was much closer to him than me, and there was so much brush in front of it at the location that I was at that it would have been an absolutely terrible shot for me to take. And I knew that, and I knew that Dustin had the better shot. And so I said, you know what, like, let's see what happens. And I kind of was just waiting, like, um, just clenching, thinking, okay, here it comes. He's going to do a shot at it. And then it came, the shot, and the deer ran off. I heard a second shot not too long after. And then just maybe 15 seconds later or less, I thought I heard a crash, but I wasn't sure. Um, I did have the earphones in you know, with a microphone in them. Uh, Dustin didn't have that. Um, later he told me he never heard the crash. So maybe it was through those earphones that I heard them. Maybe I imagined it, but I thought I heard the crash. Uh, so I'm thinking, okay, I think he just got a deer. All right. Keep in mind, you know, he's killed plenty of deer before. Um, I've never killed a deer, so I'm super excited for him. And I'm excited that one of us is already on the board, but I'm still hoping, you know, oh man, I hope I get my first deer today because I never got one. I'm here with my buddies. You know, it'd be an awesome day to get one, you know, my first one with my friends, right? And so very periodically, maybe every 30 minutes or so, I did a couple calls. And by that time, we maybe had an hour to an hour and a half of daylight left. Again, these could be a little skewed, but somewhere around there. And finally, you know, I was looking to my right, I kind of turned back to my left. And then in my peripheral vision, uh, I just saw movement and immediately turned and looked and there was a deer. And, you know, the yards, I'm not completely sure. It may have been around 45-ish yards, somewhere in there. But lots of brush and stuff around us. But I see a deer. And um, I think I see antlers, but immediately I just put the scope on it. And then I can see it's got antlers. Uh, Now, the antlers weren't huge. um, And I didn't know exactly what I was looking at. But I kept following the body of my scope. Now, my tripod stand does turn, which is a cool feature about it. You know, you can turn in a 360 loop. Um, Of course, I try not to move on it as much as possible because I don't want to scare anything away. But if needed, it can move. So I rested my rifle on my... um, you know, stand rest out in front of me. And I slowly began to rotate 
the stand and myself to the right, kind of following the steer. And I was following it in the scope. Um, and I'm following it. I'm following it. And just a week or so before, I'd been on my first steer hunt of the season with my father and my brother. And a doe had come into the scope or it had come into the um, frame for me. And then I put the scope on it and took a very quick and rushed shot. Not only that, this was about the same distance, maybe even potentially a little further, but around the same distance. Um, instead of 45 yards, it may have been 50 or so, but very thick brush. And I waited until, because by the time I got set up, it was moving so quickly at first. Um, it was in thick brush before the scope was on it. And I saw fur on it. I had already seen and confirmed it was a deer, but I had fur in the scope, but also a lot of leaves. I took the shot and the deer ran off. So I didn't want to make that same mistake. So I was just following and turning with the deer, just following it, turning the stand as I went to keep it in the scope. Um, and it would go kind of in and out of brush very frequently but it wasn't stopping and there was so much brush that I didn't want to make the same mistake I had made just a week before. Um, finally, it stopped and it was just clear enough. There was still brush on the sides, but the body, you know, especially like right behind the um, shoulder blade and it was right behind its right shoulder blade, uh, I could see perfectly. So I had it in the scope. I remembered what I had read, you know, and researched on just in preparation for this hunt um, to take that, you know, deep breath out just to relax yourself before you shoot. So I breathed out and then just, you know, squeezed that trigger until it just fired. Um, and in that moment, I saw the deer just drop right on the spot. And it was the most incredible feeling. But as it dropped, the craziest thing happened I saw more movement in that moment. And then I, you know, jerked my head to the left and there was another buck right next to that one. And it's crazy because it must have been only a few feet or so. Uh, that may not be accurate. Maybe a little more than that um, from the buck that I shot, but I never saw it the entire time until I shot this buck and the shot sent it out. Now, I remember my cousin who took me on my first deer hunt ever uh, the season before had told me about something called a spook shot. And it made sense at this moment, like it all just kind of clicked because that shot spooked that other buck to the point where I could actually see it. Um, and it was crazy to think that it had been there the whole time, but I had never seen it. So what I did was I turned, I knew that you get two bucks on your tag. Um, now it quickly ran off back the way it came, you know, towards my left and further back away from me. Um, so at this point, this buck may have been trying to think maybe instead of 45 ish yards, maybe something more like 57 to 60 something yards, somewhere on there, still thick brush though, in that location. Um, and you know, I'm already shaking like a leaf because I've just shot my first deer. So you got to think about that. You got to think about um, how you feel. I mean, some people never lose that little bit of shakiness, just that adrenaline and that excitement. Um, but especially with it being the first deer and I just shot it. So I'm shaking like crazy. But I turned to this other deer and I'm like, well, you know what? What if I tag out on bucks first day out um, or not first day out? You know, it's my second hunt of the season, but first time out with my buddies here. And so... 
I put the scope on it. My arms are kind of shaking. I'm trying to get them steady. I try to rest it on the uh, stand rest, but you know it seemed a little low, so I kind of picked it up a little bit. Anyway, I took the shot, missed it, and it started to run off even further. So then I thought, you know, I've already got my first deer. I'm all about taking risks right now, so let's try this. I pick up my deer collar, and I blew a couple of uh, young buck calls into the collar, and to my astonishment, this thing starts coming back towards me. I mean, I just shot at it. I just killed its buddy right in front of it, and it's moving back towards me. So I, I blew the collar again. It's coming even closer still. Now, I don't know the look, the distance it was at, but it was a little bit closer. It wasn't too much closer. Um, and I aimed again, still shaking like a leaf from the fact that I just shot my first deer moments ago. And I take another shot, and I, f- you know, this was more just something in my gut. I felt like I wasn't too close on that first shot at this buck, but I feel like the second one seemed close, and it just took off. Um, you know, kind of going directly behind me at this point in a gallop. And... It's going so fast, I hardly have time to even get ready for anything else beyond that. But just watching it gallop away was cool. And, you know, it definitely seemed um, unfazed and not hit. Um, Of course, I went back to check for blood later and didn't find any. So it seemed like it just wasn't hit. But I sat there and just turned back to the buck I had gotten. Still shaken, still excited. And, you know, I'm just saying, you know, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for letting me get this buck. Just so so excited and thankful. You know, I'd been praying to get my first deer. Um, and I'd prayed a lot on this day in particular about it, even while the hunt was going on. So I was, you know, just so pumped up and so thankful and I was shaking and I was, you know, there's just like this emotion that comes, um, especially for me in that moment, just seeing that deer there. Uh, and you know, the sun was starting to set, I kind of thought at this point with all those shots now, you know, I don't know if something's coming in. Um, and I was thinking the whole time, I think Dustin may have a deer, you know, that he had gotten. And so I waited, I don't know how long it was, 30, 40 minutes, something like that. And then it was really like the sun was starting to set. And I was like, you know, we got to carry this deer out. Dustin may have a deer we got to carry out. I didn't know if our buddy Ted had gotten something on the other side because I wasn't getting great service. So I was like, you know what? I need to get down. So I started to get down. I think Dustin may have heard me. He started to get down. And uh, that's when he told me he had gotten his deer, um, but he wasn't sure where it went. And, you know, he came over, though, and checked out the deer that I had gotten, took a picture of me with it or, you know, a few pictures. And, you know, he knew it was my first deer and how excited I was. Um, And then... You know, he told me about the deer he had gotten around where he had shot it, and he started to look for a blood trail because it had run off. He'd shot at it again, and it had run off. So um, during all this time, I'm trying to figure out how we get, you know, a hold or in touch with Ted because he's on the other side, like I said, and I don't know if he's gotten anything. Finally, one of my texts to him somehow went through. Like, I just happened to hit a spot there on the property where it just went through. I don't know. Um, but he said that was awesome. I think he said that he, you know, that we, that I'd gotten a deer and the Dustin had shot one. Um, he said he had seen, you know, a lot of deer, but hadn't had a good shot at one. So he didn't take any shots and, um, he started to come over to where we were. So 
Dustin had been looking. I'm trying to remember how long it took. I could be totally off on this, but I think it was somewhere around 20 to 30-ish minutes that he picked up the trail, the blood trail of the deer that he had shot. So he starts going to go to that deer, and I said I was going to go down and kind of meet up with Ted and and walk back up with him because Ted had never been to the side before. So there was just a lot going on with this hunt. Um, And I knew Ted wouldn't really know where he was going. So I started to head back down that way. I did drag my deer to the tree stand that Dustin was in um, and left it there because I wasn't going to drag it the whole way by myself at that time. But I went down, met with Ted as he was coming up, um, and he had started to go in to look for us boldly, not really knowing where he was going. And he had kind of gone right up through the middle of the property where there was no trail at all. So I kind of waved him down and yelled, and he saw me, and... He cut back over to where we were. Now around this time, it was really getting dark. And I think we started breaking out the flashlights. Ted came up with me. I showed him the deer I got. Um, And then around that time, Dustin found his deer, which I was super impressed with. Because, you know, I had just gotten my first deer. And it happened to drop on the spot. I had never seen somebody track a deer, you know, a blood trail. And so he had done that and he found the deer. Um... And we went over um, and, you know, got that deer, got mine, and um, carried them one at a time out of there. It got so dark that for a second, you know, I almost got lost on our own family's property, just not really knowing. It's crazy how, how different things look at night. And I hadn't hunted a lot on this side of the property, but... In the end, we got the deer, both the deer down there. We got them in the back of the truck, um, headed over to the deer processor, and it was just an amazing, amazing night, amazing day, amazing night, um, an awesome experience, and it's something that um, I'll never forget. Like Those moments are engraved in my mind. I can still see the turkey that walked by that was getting bumped out. I can still see the deer so clearly that you know ducked its head when we were first walking up to make it to the stands that I took the shot at. I can see it run off. Um, I can see that initial moment where my deer came through before I shot it. I can see the moment where I had it in the scope and, and let it fly and um, saw it drop to the ground. And I can see the other buck running that I missed. I mean, I can see all of it. Um, And I remember, you know, after it was over, Ted, Dustin, and I, we went to Taco Bell um, and got, and it was like, I love Taco Bell, I'll be honest, but I'm telling you that Taco Bell was the most delicious it's ever been. And it was just like tasting victory after the deer going down. I don't know. But that Taco Bell was the best I've ever had. And it's become a tradition, um, even though my brother had hunted that morning, you know, whenever we go hunting, deer hunting, um, we always go to Taco Bell afterwards, no matter what, like usually that's where we go afterwards. So, you know, one time when I was thinking about going deer hunting later, I found that I was craving Taco Bell and I was like, why am I craving Taco Bell all week long leading to this deer hunt? And then it hit me. Oh yeah, that's where we always go afterwards. So that's how much of a thing it's become to go to Taco Bell afterwards. Um, but that is the story of my first deer. And, um, if you've never gotten a deer before, that's just a little look into one of the 
million different scenarios that could play out for getting your first year. Um, it could be a thing where you're there all day. It could be a thing where it comes out in the first five minutes. Um, there's so many different possibilities, and that's what makes hunting so exciting. But that is my first year story. I when we did go to the deer processor, I did you know they gave me the the saw to saw off the um, buck's antlers. Now it was a spike buck. I will say it was a big bodied spike buck. Um, since then, I've definitely seen you know some more spikes while out hunting and. Um, some of them not as big body. This one was very big bodied, but you know, it was a spike buck. So I sawed off the spike antlers, took them home and they're on the mantle right now in our cabin. Um, and every time I see those, it just reminds me of that incredible adventure, you know, of getting my first deer. And it was cool because I got to get it, you know, with, uh, get my first deer with two great friends. And the fact that, you know, my brother got his first deer on the same day earlier that morning. Um, so just an awesome day. And I also want to say, um, I have an email, the Sam Hunter podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's the Sam Hunter podcast at gmail.com. So what I'm looking for is if anybody has questions, um, or maybe you want to hear something on this podcast in particular, maybe you want to hear about duck hunting. Maybe you want to hear about, um, trout fishing. Maybe you want to hear about trapping some kind of certain species or a moose hunt or an elk hunt, bow hunting in particular, rifle hunting in particular, um, whatever it is, send me an email uh, at the Sam Hunter podcast at gmail.com. Let me know any questions you have, anything I can answer. Let me know of any um, different types of people you want me to interview on this podcast and I will reach out and try to get something together. Um be sure to listen to the earlier episodes we've already got. Um, we have some trapping episodes, fishing episode available. Um, but just enjoy it. And again, email me there for any questions you have. Make sure you leave your name. And when I read off your question, I'll say your name, say who the question's from. And then I'll just go ahead and do my best to answer that in the moment uh, on one of the future episodes of the Sam Hunter Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for my very first deer story. I hope you guys enjoyed. Thanks for joining us on the Sam Hunter Podcast, where we discuss all things hunting, trapping, and fishing. Tune in next week, and we'll see you then.